gentlemen, welcome to the Dune Heavy Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan McQueen. As always, I just want to thank you for listening. We're here for another episode. Dune Hippie Podcast. We got an episode here with uh, Tony Zack from the Dune Report app. Um, getting the show back going here in the 2021 season. I know it's been a little while since I've gotten you guys a show, but uh, we are going to get these back coming to you and hopefully keep them coming. So we're going to get right into it with this one and cover uh, some of Tony's background and some of the different things he's got going on with this app that he's developing that's uh, for Silver Lake users and kind of Silver Lake fan users in general. So um, thanks for listening always. Glad to be back. Hope we get some more shows out to you. Uh, let's get into it. Uh, yeah, we'll just get started with introducing uh, everyone who you are, what your name is, kind of uh, the app that you got going, the Silver Lake app, and uh, t- kind of just give a little bit of brief history on some background. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my name is Tony Zach. Uh, i originally from Muskegon. I now live in Grand Rapids, and we actually have a seasonal up here now. And the project that we're going to talk about most here is uh, DuneReport.com or the, the Dune Report mobile app. And it's just a kind of a pet project. I kind of seen a need and uh, an opportunity to offer, you know, the, the greater, you know, Silver Lake slash uh, Sand Dune riding Duners, Dune riders, however you want to refer to them as, uh, an opportunity to collectively you know, grow some content and share it out to as many people as possible. Not using the the mainstream locations like Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter. So this is kind of more localized and more specialized for just the community that we're in. So yeah, it's just pretty much yeah, getting uh, all the Silver Lake content focused, so you're not seeing yeah your other outside family stuff, the other people, all the other stuff you're into. Right, and there's also another level too. Um, we, I want to be able to start um, having the community have a say. I mean, we've seen a really awesome um, display of how a community can, you know, influence change with the drag racing yep. and how, you know, it got to a point where the only option was to um, start petitioning and, you know, reaching out to representatives and the people that organized that whole process. I'm not going to say names or anything like that. And I wasn't involved in any of that, but they did a great job and they they did a really, you know, they did something that you don't see happen very often. They made yep. change happen with a, a large group of people in a proper fashion. So Yeah, 100%. Yeah, you definitely can see if you're in the community, you know who the people that put the effort forward. And, you know, that's hopefully something forward. I'm hoping to, you know, get a future podcast on kind of that. It's kind of a, yeah. it's a historical moment in, you know, doing history, uh, moving forward the season of 2021 and yeah. changes. So, yeah, hopefully we can get some people that were involved in that on here to discuss that more. But. Uh, yeah, just to be a witness of it, it's pretty yep. cool. Yeah, yeah, you can see how passionate people are and making things happen and for the better of, you know, everybody at the benefit of it. You know, mm-hmm. now we get to benefit it. Everyone listening to this podcast gets to benefit from that. So absolutely. And that's one of the things that I want to do at the end of, uh, 
So uh, let's rewind a little bit. So a little bit about the app and what my goal is. So I just want to be a content creator, like a lot of the other people, a lot of like yourself that are up here. Um, my main focus is really being kind of a source of news, a source of information. Um, I don't want to do straight up podcasts. I don't want to do straight up videos, but I do want to mix those into the news that I deliver. Um, one of those elements are I want to do uh, end of the year kind of review and this year for <laughs> with the COVID at the beginning and then uh, the drag racing and everything else that's going on and you know the possible other issues that are going to come up in the future there's a lot to talk about and a lot to show and I want to do an end of the year video with as many creators as I can find like the people that put together the uh, um, uh, stuff to get to the representative and be able to um, you know change the the law that they have and and like yourself like I want to try to get as many collective content creators and um, local Silver Lake um, influencers to be part of that video to tell the story of 2021 and their part or how they played into you know how it turned out so hopefully that's gonna come together nicely and we'll be able to pull that together over the winter here to kind of launch it as kind of a um, you know kind of intro into 2021 season so all right well, we'll so to start from what's a little bit more of your background of you know, why, um, there's, you know, there's all sorts of things, you know, yeah, like you said, I meant, I started this podcast kind of same thing. I want to try to help grow this community. You know, the people that are really into this stuff, you know, they, you want more content. You want to know what's going on. Um, you know, there's a lot of photographers out there. There's people doing video. You're doing, you know, an app, the uh, Silver Lake, a destination, you know, kind of has an app, a specific app. I don't right. know of any other, um, destination of a, yeah, you know, and they might be out there, but I don't know of them. Right that have an app for a specific place. So yeah. kind of what's some background, um, you know, outside of Silver Lake that even led you to the point of, you know, I know I can't go out there and develop an app. I don't even know right. where to start. <laughs> so what's some of the, like the, the tech background of, you know, leading you down this road of going the app route? Sure. Um, so I've spent basically my entire life working in IT in uh, one form or another. Um, spent eight years working at Davenport University, uh, worked in there tech support department, then transitioned into their web development uh, team. Inside the web development team, they really allowed their employees to kind of push the boundaries with the technology that they used and the creativity of um, what they developed. So our audience there was the incoming students, so a younger generation, and we had to develop and think of creative ways to keep that attention and with that attention allowed us to kind of keep forward thinking. And then it got to the point where I stopped developing and I was more of a person that would be in between the customer and the developer and kind of engineering it and architecting it with the customer and the engineer at the same time. I always had a, a knack for kind of being that middleman and translating the technology, you know, verbiage into how they wanted it to actually work. So that led into more of a project management role. Then it kind of just kind of spiraled from there. I became a project manager for a few years and it just workload went through the roof. Um, we're talking, you know, you'd go into the, go into work in the morning before the sun was up and when you got home, sun was down and I had, you know, two young kids and it was just kind of getting overwhelming and I had the skill set to do anything I really wanted to at that point in the tech field. Um, and I already had a couple customers and stuff like that too that, um, 
kind of helps support me outside of if I wanted to quit my full-time job. Mm-hmm. So it just, the uh, opportunity hit. I had enough customers to support my other company, which is called T22 Media. And it, I just kind of made the jump. It, it was that moment where opportunity presented itself and I was able to kind of deep out on my own. So we launched full, formally launched T22 Media and that company just, you know, we do web and media marketing along with any type of web development for small businesses. Um, you know, as, as that started growing and more people started becoming um, aware of what I was doing, I found myself kind of drifting right back into that same path. I it, it was now working for somebody else with some pretty rough deadlines and not being able to truly express my creativity and do something for myself. Yep. So then... Yeah, I just, I, I've been coming to Silver Lake my entire life. I think my dad said when I was one was the first year that I was up here. So that's 39 years ago. <laughs> and ever since then, in various forms, I've been up here and it just, some friends had some seasonals up here and I was like, you know what? Let's, let's go all in. Um, COVID helped with that because my wife was normally in the office and she got to be 100% remote for the summer. So we're like, well, we've got a summer. And I'm like, well, if I'm going to be up there, I need to do something that, you know, is constructive and helps grow my brand more. It lets me, you know, release that creativity. So I was like, there's, there's content creators and there's Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, but there's nothing that collectively combines all that into one. Mm-hmm. And so that doing report was born. Yeah. See, and that's the kind of the, you know, kind of when uh, you approached me and, you know, we started our relationship kind of talking and, you know, kind of those things of something I never even would have thought of. You know, I have tons of apps on my phone. You use apps all the time. But to actually think about the uh, amount of people that use Silver Lake and even, you know, consistently, you know, exactly. The people like you, you've come in here your whole life. Um, you can pull up an app now. And so what are some of like uh, the first features kind of that you've got on the app that you launched with? And maybe we'll yeah. get into some stuff maybe for the future. Yeah. So the, the first feature that we launched was, um, and th- this is probably the, the hardest feature that we did. Uh, it was a way to invite people to a group and then be able to see their location in the dunes. So an example of that is if, you know, we had, I, I use pre-runners, for example, we have five friends that have pre-runners and everybody's in the dunes. It's 450 acres, roughly. Um, if everybody goes in there and wants to spend the day in there, somebody's going to go off and do their own thing. They're either going to go to the beach and sit for a little bit. They'll go on Sunset Hill or, you know, somebody doesn't make it up one hill. And next thing you know, everybody's gone out of those hills and you don't know where they're at. So the purpose of the app was that you quickly or you even have it up. You're looking at a map and you see a vehicle symbol for each of your friends in your group. That was the the first feature. And it does work fantastic. It It, it really does. The problem is every weekend up here, internet just disappears. Yeah. Like the, the, the cell service and the internet up here is just so bad that. Well, that, I can tell you Monday through Friday, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, but on weekends, when everybody wants to use the app, um, it, it just, it falls on its face with that feature because there's just straight okay. up that, that little of internet in the dunes. Now I, I am happy because there's always internet's always improving and always growing yeah yes it has improved a lot up here there's a lot of room to grow and hopefully yeah hopefully it gets better up here right and so hopefully that portion of the app starts improving and um, people using it but yeah uh, so a couple other features that we have we have a photo gallery on there so 
right now I have a permit to take pictures in the dunes. Um, I can't sell them, but I can post them for, for free use. And I just go up there and take random photos. Um, there's some other companies that, that take more specialized photos that, that they then resell, um, for print or, or digital copies. And I just randomly take cool pictures of vehicles that I see. And it's not, it's not very just for the Dune Report app itself. Yeah. Yeah, Just for the app itself. But what we also allow is any of our users to upload photos. And not to jump into what the future is going to be, but we're partnering with a couple local companies here to do uh, weekend giveaways. Okay. So there's a upvote process to our photos. So the idea is that, you know, you up, upvote your, add your photos and then you can tell people to go vote on them. And yep. the highest ranked photo will then receive, you know, whatever that giveaway is for that weekend. Um so that part's going to be pretty cool. It kind of incorporates some fun. Well, I mean, everybody dance. loves free stuff. Exactly. So, yeah, you got hooked. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, what you're really doing is exactly like what a social media platform is. I mean, you got everything that you're interested in outside of Server Lake. You're, you, I mean, you're creating almost, yeah, a social media mm-hmm. app that allows you, if you want to just hop onto something to only see content of Silver Lake and not have any of the other stuff that you're busy right. with. Right. There's there's going to be a lot of stuff to be involved in there. Yep, yep. We've had a lot of interest um, from a lot of uh, organizations around Silver Lake that see the value. Um, there's a there's a level of communication that it brings to where um, when you first log into the app um, and register for an account, you'll see a news feed. That news feed um, alerts when when I post to it, it alerts everybody that has the app. Whereas if it's like Facebook or Instagram, it can get the alerts and the notifications can kind of get hidden in the background mm-hmm. and it's not like a direct relationship with a customer. Um, that's, that's one element where a lot of our small businesses that we plan to work with, um, can help take advantage of it. And if a small business is going to work with us, it's got to be, um, one of my goals is that it's got to be a, a, a benefit to our users. So whether that's some sort of discount, whether it's some sort of, you know, added bonus if you're you're buying a package of something, um, but that's ultimately if if we're working with small businesses, we want to make sure that our customers um, get some sort of advantage out of out of using our app and working with that other small business. All right, let's uh just to jump and go 180 the other way away from the app for a second. Let's go into vehicles. So. I want to know a little bit of history on you've been coming over for 39 years, kind of what's been the, uh, the history of your path and kind of what you're in now and, uh, some different, yeah, let's get into some of that yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I'll start with my dad first had a yellow, uh, CJ five with a 350 in it. That was our first vehicle up here. That was from one to 10 and the, the, the nickname. What, was, what, what, what were the rules? You know, so yeah, go. <laughs> Maybe go over like what was a memory you got back in the day of what was it like coming up to Silver Lake for a day back in uh, that period in that thing? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I only remember it towards the, the end of that vehicle because that's when I was 10 and started actually remembering things, I feel like. But the, the changes that it was just so different back then. Um, I remember my aunts and uncles water skiing behind the Jeeps, uh, <laughs> being pulled along Lake Michigan. Like, oh, yeah. that was just, that was just crazy. Um, my dad, told me stories about, you know, where, uh, Mac Woods is like, they used to drive their vehicles way into that area and stuff like that. There wasn't any, you know, off roads or off limit signs and stuff like that back then. And even though Mac Woods still operated back then, it wasn't as, as defined as it is now. now, Yeah. Um, you know, I I think the water skiing is the most 
the most crazy one. And I have some pictures of that too, I think. Like, yeah, that's and crazy. I probably have some video of it too, but yeah, like the water skiing and then just the, uh, the getting into the dunes. Um, I feel like now to get in the dunes, it doesn't take as specialized a vehicle or maybe just the vehicles are getting better now and, and they can handle the sand and the train and stuff. But, um, the test hill back then, at least that I remember was more right where the parking lot is and a lot harder to get into the dunes. I believe that's changed now. I'm not a hundred percent sure on how the naming of the hills has, has been there, but, and I'm sure somebody will correct me on this, but yeah, there's probably some yeah. super accurate <laughs> histories, but I mean, we, yeah, back yeah. in the day, I mean, where exit is now that used to be entrance. Yeah. And yeah, it used to, I mean, um, so even last year when they switched it around, when they were working on the new entrance, there was a lot of people struggling for the yeah. fact that you had to make, they were making you start in the sand at right at that turn mm-hmm. and then take off and people were getting stuck. So yeah, it definitely was a little easier than the uh, entrance you have now. Right. And I remember uh, the the dunes were bi-directional at the time. So there wasn't a one direction through the dunes. It was, yeah, the directional uh, zones. My dad will always tell me stories. He's like, yeah, I remember, you know, you're in the back seat and we're coming up one of the hills and a dune buggy jumped us. And I'm like, that that sounds really scary. Like, yeah, it sounds and, and, and he, he made it sound like, oh, it used to happen all the time. And I, in my mind, I'm going, dude, like. We could all have died in that scenario, but that's just how it was back then. Like there, there wasn't as many rules, and it was more free going. And you know, it's strange to hear. But um, so we transitioned from that CJ seven to, or sorry, CJ five to a CJ seven. Um, that got me through high school. Um, towards the end of high school, I had bought a nineteen eighty nine Yamaha Banshee, and that was my that was my ride up here for two years. Um, Man, that was, that was fun riding that thing around. Um, that was one of my first experiences with a quad. I had ridden a dirt bike prior to that, but a, a quad in the dunes. And that's the only place we ever used it was, was actually at the dunes. But the, the fondest memory there was just the, the drag racing, like lining up and being a banshee back then. Um, it was one of the faster vehicles on the dunes. Um, is now since you know, drifted into the background unless it's super modified, but yeah, you got the drag guys out there now. Yeah. You're just talking. Yeah. Yup. Go bone to dealer, stock. bought the Banshee. Yep. Yeah. They're still fast. Yeah. Bone stock. And, uh, man, it was just, it was just a blast. And I remember every weekend, um, we would, uh, we had some friends that were up on, uh, lived up on Silver Lake and we would just stay there and we'd camp in their front yard because relatives would always be staying in the actual uh, cabin. But we would just hit the dunes in the morning and we wouldn't leave till night and we'd drag race and just do whatever. I mean, we'd just fly around that place all the time. Um, after that, I took a little break, um, to, you know, go into IT, go to college or stuff like that. And, I had a friend just out of the blue. He's like, you know, I think we're going to start looking at a seasonal up at Silver Lake. And this was about five years ago. And I was like, I can't go back there. I know that as soon as I go back there, I'm going to spend a lot of money and I'm going to be right back in this vehicle thing again. <laughs> well, nonetheless, uh, two or three years of him convincing me um, before we even came up to camp with him. I had that night prior to coming up, I bought a Jeep. And I was like, well, at least if I'm going up, I got to have a toy, right? So I was like, I'll go with the Jeep because it's more, I feel like it's more family friendly. Uh, it's got the roll bars already built in. Well, you um, got the history with it. Right. Yeah. Right. And it, it'll be, it'll be great. And then I got it out into the dunes and it realized this is a 2009 Jeep JK with a 3.8, uh, 190 horse motor in it. And it, test it was a challenge, even with tires at a good pressure, um, uh, being in four low, it, it was, 
it struggled making it up and instantly i was like this is gonna get expensive <laughs> <laughs> yep. yeah everyone everyone next to you is going twice as yep. fast not having to go back down Yep. Yeah, and there's something that goes off in your head that goes, <laughs> I want what that guy has. Right, exactly. So uh, this is this is all happening at the end of 2020. Um, at the same time, you know, COVID and all that type was sneaking up on, on the United States. And it, it got to the point where in, in we're talking October. No, I think... Yeah, it's probably October. Um, was my last time riding it in the dunes, and then brought it to my house and started figuring out what we were going to do for this next year. So I decided that I was going to do some sort of, some sort of V8 swap on the actual um, on the actual Jeep. So we we're looking at LSs, and I I have to remind everybody here: I am 100% an IT guy. Like, if you picture that nerd that's in a server room. <laughs> That's me. Like that's, that's what I did for, you know, 15, 20 years and taking on a challenge of doing a swap myself was something out of, you know, the fantasy books. Like it just wasn't, it was not going to turn out well. It wasn't going to go good. And I just decided that I was going to tackle it. Like, why not? Just, just yeah, you were like, well, I'm not doing another season with the, the stock motor and <laughs> exactly. being barely making it up stuff. Exactly. So. Uh, while I'm doing this, and this is before June report, by the way, um, I decided that if I'm going to do it right, I'm going to show the world how I do it. So, which I sure I did a ton of things wrong, but that's okay. It's still wrong. Hey, you did it. You get it yep. in your garage. And yeah. Uh, so I launched a YouTube channel called Sandshark Customs and it, it, it was, you know, I wanted to play on the dunes and Sandshark and stuff like that. So that's what I called it. And I did step by step from the beginning to the end of doing a six, four Hemi swap with the eight speed uh, transmission into the 09 JK step by step from the beginning to end through that YouTube channel. And Is that all stuff that's still up and people can go up. see? Yep. It's all up. Uh, you can just Google or uh, YouTube Sandshark customs and it'll, it'll come, come right up. up and you'll see my goofy face right on there. And <laughs> the, the first video um, I posted, I, I straight up told the whole audience, I was like, uh, I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't know if I can do this, but we're going to give it a try. And that was kind of the, the, the same thing. And, we just kept digging in, digging in, and I found this huge community of people that supported me doing it. Um, it took two videos, and I started getting uh, private messages. I started getting emails, uh, people reaching out to me on Facebook, and they're like, hey, I, I'm just like you. I have no experience in, in building a vehicle or working on it, and you're, you're killing it right now. I, I see you making the mistakes, and I'm learning from you, so I don't make those mistakes, but Dude, I, I just wanted to give you a heads up. Like, you're doing a really good job. Yeah, people love when you save them money. Yeah. I'm, I'm one of those. I'm a YouTuber. <laughs> when it comes down to when you really question yourself, you can get on there and you watch those people. Hey, don't do this because this will yep. break. Or make sure you pull this way because this is going to snap off and these are $80 to replace. I mean, <laughs> you literally, you know, wow, that oh, yeah. saved me money. This is awesome. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot of uh, funny moments that, that went along with it because I tried to record me doing first things the first time I did them and not even doing much the term youtube mechanic is me like yeah. <laughs> if i needed to solve something or figure out how to do something uh like brake lines like they're like or not brake lines uh fuel lines they're like yep you have to make sure that you uh depressurize the fuel line before you pull it apart and i'm like oh cool i don't know how to do that and then i went to do it on camera and i forgot to do it 
So on camera, I pull apart the brake line and it just shoots gas all over me. And I'm like, oh my God, like, and I didn't even want to post that. I was like, God, I don't want to look like a fool. But then I posted it and everybody's like, dude, that happened to me. That happened to me. That happened to me. And I was like, okay, cool. I wasn't the only one. So it was, it was really fun. (laughs) Well, and that's what, I mean, the amazing thing, uh, you know, there, there's plenty of negatives of anything, but yeah, those are the positives of the platform of, you know, when you focus on those things exactly, uh, you know, you realize you're getting the confidence back out of it. You start posting that stuff and exactly you yep. see that and it probably getting some sort of drive and incentive to go, Oh, well, I need to get this thing. Let's get this thing fired up and get it finished. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it, it helped a ton and it, it allowed me to build a community of people that I could rely on. Some people had already finished the swap and they were just reaching out to give me pointers, which was great because they helped me solve some problems that I didn't even know how to solve. And, some of the things that we were trying to do, especially with uh, the transmission that I was using, because it was so new and hasn't been done in these swaps very often, um, they they were giving me a lot of pointers on how to program it and how to tune it and stuff like that. That I had zero clue on, on how to do any of that stuff. But we we just kept rocking and rolling, and then the community kept grow, growing. And the company uh, Jeep Speed Shop out of California is who I bought the kit from. They liked everything that I was doing. They, we've talked a million times and they knew about me being a web developer and, um, uh, a person that helps market small businesses. So our relationship kept growing because of that YouTube channel, because of the swap that I did and the community that we we're building that turned into, um, a big project of mine. So part of the summer has been redoing their whole website and their whole marketing campaign because I had the knowledge of doing the swap. I had the in-depth uh, experience with their products. Plus, I knew how to market. Plus, I knew how to yep. build the website. So, yeah, that goes a long ways of yeah having you had now the uh, I get not just the marketing and you know side of it, but the actual hands-on, the physical yep. side too. And you're putting two two together, and yeah, exactly getting yeah. that back out to people. So that worked out great. I flew out to California, got to experience California for the first time, and that was cool. And got to check out their shop, and they got a lot of really cool builds they're they're starting to work on like hellcat hellcat swaps and different stuff like that that okay much larger engines but a lot of the jeep stuff though yeah yep Yep. only only jeep stuff is is all they do um they're they're very very similar to like uh a couple other companies here in michigan um i can't think of their names right now but yeah there's a few companies that do do va swaps and now the unique part is you can go out for whatever 90k and buy a 2021 jeep 392 with the eight speed in it just like mine so it's kind of that unique thing is i, I built it for a lot less but <laughs> yeah i mean piecing it together in a yeah. garage versus buying one off of a dealer showroom yep. uh but that was that was my first big jump into the, the high performance vehicle industry and i'm hooked like i'd I love this i'd i'd I break stuff all the time and upgrade it. And matter of fact, just last Saturday, I blew out the whole front diff in, in my Jeep. And, uh, you know, we were over here pounding out U-joints so I could convert it to two-wheel drive to, to drive it for the next month till my new front end comes in. Um, and then I'm also super jealous of the long travels because they they can go through the dunes at, you know, whatever, 80, 90 miles an hour. And the, the whoops are nothing. And I'm over here just bucking a bronco like riding through these dunes and i'm like dang it next thing's got to be suspension because i got enough power just need that suspension to to make it through those dunes now so yeah i mean uh yeah i think everybody knows the suspension i mean everybody you know in the last couple years you know definitely the five five to ten years the you know it's just the transition you know my my beginning era of coming to the dunes was just 
big, huge, like leaf spring lifted solid axle truck, 80s, 80s, Chevys, Fords, Dodge, you know, that was yep. pretty typical. Everyone's kind of putting around. Everyone's lining up at the drag strip, you know, <laughs> yep, get it at the bottom of the hill, see how slow you can go up it, you know, the, there's always been the, the lawn travel buggies that's kind of been, they've got a longer history than anyone kind of as right. the, you know, kind of king of the dunes. And, that is uh, true. nowadays the pre-runner scene that's growing up and, you know, the side by sides are massive, but, you know, honestly, still looking though, at the end of the day, Jeeps still have the biggest turnout. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, there's got a, a it, I don't know numbers and I'm making all this up, but mm-hmm. I think, uh, you, there's probably more Jeepers still in this Silver Lake community, but you know, there's still the other communities are growing. Yeah. I would say there's definitely, uh, definitely more Jeeps, but at the same time, the, the UTVs and the side by sides. Yeah. Like, they're, they're catching up quick. They're, they're coming out of the woodwork. Um, but man, I tell you what, watching like different jump hills and stuff like that, like watching the, the, the pre runners float through the air, it's just like, you're watching this massive vehicle, you know, 15 feet off the ground, and that's on the low end of some of them. <laughs> You're just like, huh? That's and my Jeep, I'd be like, I'd land and everything would break, and you guys just have this nice little landing on a cloud type thing going on, and I just, I'm jealous of that. I'm, I'm sure, you know, once you get your ride back up, I don't take a ride. <laughs> yeah, that's that. definitely. Yeah, my summer is uh, the last couple of years. I've definitely been out there a lot more than I've been out there this summer. So right. I've been out there one lap. All right. Uh, but uh it's a lap (laughs) yep it's a lap i'll get back out there i've had i've got enough miles on the thing but it is uh you know it's something that i i do think about often of you know like yeah thinking back to when i was first coming up here i you know uh when i was 19 i buried i bought a dirt bike for 1200 bucks like that's like the first thing i owned i bought with my own money that i brought up here you know and thinking back to the dirt bike days that that's super fun but once i got into trucks it was you know i never really had muscle special it's kind of like my daily driver truck it was hey you know don't break this mm-hmm. just kind of put around to watch the other people on the holiday weekends right and uh you know transitioning yeah i think it, you know everybody that's doing this for you know long term it's the transition you start you know you yep. start somewhere everybody starts somewhere and and i, and I feel like you you have to to truly experience silver lake you have to have something that you're not totally afraid to break. Like, I feel like that. Like, oh, like yeah. when I'm up there and, and I got my truck or I have a, a Jeep Cherokee also, um, I, I constantly am like, if I break this, like, I, I actually have to take another vehicle to go get parts and figure out, you know, if it takes more than a couple of days, I got to, you know, bring somebody else to work or I got to go, you know, do something else with another vehicle and it just complicates everything where I'm like, with the Jeep, you know, I, I front the, I broke the front diff and I'm like, Oh, you know, I don't really need it for tomorrow. So let's just get it back to the campground yep. and, and we can figure it out from there. Um, uh, but I, I think that, that helps the, you know, how far you're going to push it. Are you, are you going to, you know, be on that throttle a little bit harder? Are you going to, you know, maybe hit that whoop just a little bit harder? And like, I don't know. That's just kind of how I think. <laughs> no, that's, I'm in the same boat with, uh, you know, and that's, yeah, I'm at a build now with my truck. It's the same thing. Like, when I go out there, I almost expect to get towed home. And every time, I mean, it's kind of, I just, I, it's kind of my view of, I just try to be appreciative of the can yeah. and just try to remind myself where I came from. And when I'm driving my truck on, on the street and I'm pulling under my driveway, it's just like, sweet. Didn't have to come home, get my truck, get the tow bar, right? ask somebody for a ride. You know, I've definitely done that enough times, you yeah. know, it's. You know, luckily when I blew the thing up, I was in front of Test Hill and somebody I knew came rolling right up right. and helped yeah. me out. I was, I was shortly behind that other guy that showed up. So yeah, exactly. I, I yep. you, you came up <laughs> oh, at that point. Was your diff blown up or you were still? No. 
Oh, no, okay. It, it well, was still good. I could I could have pulled you. For a, <laughs> I mean, hey, maybe my diff would have blown up pulling you out too. Yeah, maybe I, it would have. It was about that time. Um, but yeah, even when I blew up the diff, like that's that's another part of Silver Lake that isn't captured that much is the uh, the community of when you're out there and something happens. Yeah. The, the the amount of people that will come to your your rescue. Um, you know, that we're only a week away since I blew up the front diff, and when I did that. The, it, it didn't blow up enough where it was free spinning. It blew up just enough where all the gears were jammed together. And there, therefore, my front wheels wouldn't turn. They're locked up yeah, in the sand. They're locked up. Um, I ended up being able to break them loose when I got into cement and actually had enough traction on the front wheels. But the, 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 in the dunes, they just were locked up. So we kept trying to figure out, like, is this the point where I actually call a wrecker and they have to come out there and get me? And we're sitting there collaborating between uh, a few people that had just shown up to help and some people from my campground that came over. And we just decided, we'll pull me backwards through the whole dunes from the bottom of Test Hill all the way out exit and with locked up front wheels. And I'm like, okay, this should be an uh, adventure. And sure enough, I mean, we had like a caravan of like 14 people that some people went ahead and kind of cleared the path because there was no stopping. Once we had momentum, yeah, if they stopped, they wouldn't, they wouldn't get me going again. And I had zero steering, like with, with locked up front, like I'd turn the wheel, but it's not like I would actually turn. It's just with dragging. It, it would yeah. just drag. And so going, I mean, it was just quite an experience. And, uh, but the amount of people that came up and helped and, like that, that was cool. That, yeah. Like, you know, and that so is nice. uh, a big part of it. I think, you know, like the moment, yeah, I blew my truck up. Uh, you know, surprisingly for my own self, uh, I was pretty surprised that I was pretty calm and cool collected about it. You know, it's like I had just thrashed, put that thing together, blew it up. And it kind of more was like, luckily for me, when that lap I got, there wasn't much traffic. I got to rip right. the, all the stuff I like to do. It was, it's been since, uh, Halloween, the closing day since I had last driven it. Whew. So getting getting that lap, I was already through the roof, jumping, clicking my heels. I was pumped, and then I blew it up, and I kind of went, you know, this is kind of what you get for building a motor in a day. Maybe maybe you did something <laughs> wrong, and it just you know, and then exactly, uh, you know, Brenna and Connor, those are two the dudes, you know, they exactly they were right there, they yep. rolled right up, and it was, hey, yep, let's get this thing out of here. What are you? And that's the thing is, uh, you know, I do a lot of the social media, the Instagram posts, and all that, but in those moments. It's you're so in the moment. You're you're just thankful. It's like, hey, it it was dusk. I'm I was like, I gotta get this out by dark. I, you know, I don't want yep. any troubles with DNR. I don't need this thing left in here. Just gotta get it home. You know, my whole method is I just need to get to the parking lot and then right. I have a setup to get me towed home. So those guys were, yeah. It's like you know they're running the strap. They're hooking it up for me. You know, it's it's and exactly you come rolling up. Hey, yep, you guys need anything? You good? Yep, we're all good. It should be able to happen. Like. That right. type of, you know, and not maybe everybody has that support. Right. But I think, uh, you know, things with this podcast, things like you're doing with the new report, at the end of the day, we all, everybody starts somewhere. Everybody, you know, some people were, came here as kids. Some people get into it as adults. Yep. You know, in your situation, you've got that. Yeah. You grew up history. You went off. You came back. You know, uh, it's, it's, it's not often that I don't know if I actually can think of a story of I've ever approached somebody and had like a bad experience in the dunes of, you know, if you go to somebody's rig and you're checking it out and they notice you're right. checking it out, it's usually coming over. Hey, what's uh, the people are, you know, people are pretty friendly to. Yeah, they are. And I I don't think I've ever had a bad experience in there either. Um, you know, and, and I've blew up my quad when I had that, the Banshee, um, I've been in other vehicles that are broken too. And everybody's, they're just so nice. I mean, like, I almost feel like 
a friend that was with me when I broke my front diff. So that was one of the most exciting nights he's had in the dunes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, was, it's almost to that point. If you, you know, and that's where I'm yeah. at of being a local. And it, uh, like I said, I have to remind myself. I go to the dunes. I get to rip some laps. Um, exactly. I'm smashing the whoops. Mm-hmm. The truck's running awesome. Uh, it's amazing. And then I'm driving on the road back and it's like, nothing happened. I right. went to the dunes for 45 <laughs> minutes, drove around. It was awesome. Adrenaline. Rode home like it's crazy. I can have this experience, but then it's almost moments like, oh, I blew this up. Uh, yeah, I can right. you know? And a Jeep uh, Cherokee pulled me out, and the whole time I think all of us were like, I don't know if that's gonna pull me. And one of those right. things where I was like, oh, cool, a Jeep Escape can pull me out of the dunes. He did it, <laughs> going up exit the whole time. I was like, oh, you know, we were coming to the hump, and uh-huh. exactly, it was all whooped out, and right. this thing's a lifted Jeep Escape, and he's. I think it was Jake Proudfoot's XJ, and he's rolling along, and the thing just pulled it right out. And excellent. So then I go, yeah, that's awesome. Now I know. So now when I blow up again, I know I can find XJ people to pull right. me out. There so. you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good little uh, t- info. I just can't believe the 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 amount of like it. I, it blew up, and uh, anybody knows the the front differential is a, a fair bit of money to replace. And I, I had a blast. Like the amount of people yep. I had a, my friend was so excited about like the whole experience that I was out there hooking up and he jumped in the front seat of my vehicle. Like he was going to back it up and drive it out. And I was like, dude, let me do it. Like if I'm going to fully break my Jeep, let me be the one driving it. Uh, yeah, exactly. And so everybody was like, I don't know. Everybody just had a fun time. It was well, and exactly. That's it, it's, it's that story. Yeah. That's going to live on around the campfire yep. forever. And you know, now even on this podcast forever, it's, and you know, that's yeah. the thing with the podcast is trying to get, uh, the relationships with people and uh you know more even approachable and yep. you know hopefully with you so if people get on uh some of the social medias check out dune report because you're on facebook and instagram yep. yeah we we operate on all of them um the the goal of facebook or sorry the goal of the dune report is to keep everybody informed and help grow the content creators community that's that's if I had to put it into you know a short you know yep. mission statement that's that's kind of what it is. Okay, um, we have partners with uh, the DNR. Like I, I talk with the uh, the DNR quite often. Um, we're going to start building in. Oh, an example is uh, last week I started the first um, uh, by the numbers report that I do. So I started getting the actual um, traffic um, at the checkpoint going. Mm, I did see that. That's actually pretty cool to actually see volume numbers and exactly. That's one of those things. It's man, how many people do actually go through there? And exactly. I saw you post that and it's pretty sweet to see. Yeah. And it's just, it's just numbers and, and, but nobody's ever seen it before. And yeah, I, exactly. It, I didn't know that I wanted to see that until I saw it. Right. So that's what's kind of cool. And, and we have a couple other pieces of uh, uh, information that's coming in with that, too. Um, I was able to collect uh, how many people are uh, rejected, like how many people get turned away uh, okay. for various reasons, whether it's, uh, you know, uh, decibel level, whether it's spark alcohol, arresters. whether it's spark arresters, whether it's, um, you know, no tags, you know, I have all that data. And I was just that, that first post was kind of, would people actually want to see it? And I got a lot of responses on it from different uh, social media channels and people love seeing the numbers. So we're going to start, you know, qualifying it a little bit better, um, to, for the next posts. But we also have the data on the lighthouse sunsets, a state park, and I do track numbers out there too. Um, and the boat launch. So there's a there's okay. two other ones that could come in handy coming in these uh, these bigger weekends. Um, the next things that we want to work on too is getting um, a instant notification when um, the 
the parking vouchers are are sold out. So oh, okay, the, the right can, through the app. That's yeah. something that would be live. Uh, alive. Yep, yep. Get the get somebody from you know they already post it to Facebook, but it's still that same thing with Facebook. It it goes into the the Facebook Ether world where yep. it's not the focus. You kind of almost have to be searching. Like you yep. got to be someone going, oh well, I gotta yep, I gotta get on the Facebook thing and do that. Whereas you know, an app is simple. If you're logged into an app, you click the button, yep. it pulls up, and you can check. Yeah, that'd be exactly. Sweet. And even if there is not a lot of data at the time, I can still get a notification out to somebody. So that notification would literally just read on their phone, uh, parking vouchers for Saturday are sold out. Okay. You know, uh, overflow waiting is, you know, possibly available. You know, you're going to have to wait to see. So, yep. But just getting that notification out for people to be able to see is uh, hopefully something helpful. Uh, another piece, too, and... I actually had recommendations for this one was actually reporting on the conditions of the noons. So an, an example of this was last Saturday, there was four ambulance calls for flip flipped over vehicles because we had a southbound wind and it was peaking. So it dropped off on the back. Yeah. And, that's big. and I reported against that. I posted, I post, posted a uh, news feed to the dune report and it alerted, you know, the, the thousand people that we have on there right now, but we, we want to try to get a bigger reach. We want to be able to, you know, help people in these scenarios where if they're headed out there and, you know, it might be their first time, it might be their fifth time or something like that. But even by that fifth time, I don't know if I even still understood the dunes my fifth time riding in there. Yep. And so, you know, just being able to give them a, a quick heads up, you know, I always say like, you know, your first lap should be super slow and make sure that you understand the dunes. Oh yeah. hundred um, percent. It changes super fast. So there's always the level of risk that you have to take. Um, and then you also never know if somebody's, on that other side of that dune, um, yeah. you know, we came over test till last night, uh, and right at the very bottom, there was a, a rental, uh, side by side broken down. And I'm like, man, like, and there was no people around either. I was like, what are you, what's going on here? Yeah, like, yeah I just kind of left it there. And <laughs> yeah, you know. like this, this is crazy. Cause if you were, you know, uh, you know, a, a long travel and you came over there and you popped a wheelie going down that hill, you would never have seen that like yep. until you would have ran right into it. And I'm like, man, it's the, the small things like that. I'm not going to be, be able to report on because they're so, you know, kind of time sensitive. Yeah. But the stuff, you know, if, you know, I, I do, I mean, uh, the wind changes is a massive one. Yeah. Being someone that, lives here and like i said i'm broke this year but you know going in there four or five days a week um going in there monday versus friday you know there's uh that's something i have to force myself to do Mm -hmm. is that first lap always has to be a sight lap and it's yep everything over cresting everything's on the brakes you know because it's it literally is one day if that wind direction changes yeah you get in the drop-offs and unfortunately the people yeah the people that maybe don't go as often if you went saturday and then you go two weeks again saturday oh well yeah i was just here saturday it's just the right. same two weeks is it's right. it is different it is just crazy and and i don't i'm not going to say that i'm always going to be 100 percent accurate but at least i can give somebody a heads up it's kind of like yeah. a surf report you might see in you know california or something like that you know you got yeah. a five foot break or something like that and you get out there and there's a there's an eight foot break well you know they're giving you the, the conceptual idea that it's doing this right now so you know Everybody has to be, you know, conscious about what they're doing up there. But I just want to give everybody a heads up and maybe, you know, help. Yeah, it's, it's a tool. Point. You know, at the end of the day, if you could, uh, it's probably going to be hard to actually track it and limit it. But at the end of the day, yeah, if you're if you're looking at accident reports and if somebody can look at an app in the morning and it changes or just gets that reminder of, 
oh, the, the wind changed today, and there's these people are reporting three to five foot drop offs on mm-hmm. the packs of the hills. It gets that click in your head of like, okay, yeah, take it easy for right. a second, go see what's out there, right. and then uh, then go about your day. And that was one of the things that we wanted to we we had talked to during this podcast about you know future things that I want to build into the app, and right now it's just me doing the informational or the reporting to the app. But I want to really make it so that everybody that uses it can post to it. There's a lot of, uh, you know, I can't think of it right now, but it's like a, a knockoff uh, Google Maps that people can um, post when they see a cop or they see oh, a breakdown. Uh, what was it, Waze? yeah. I guess okay, Waze. yep. Yep, which I shouldn't say knockoff because Waze is actually owned by Google, but that's, that's not the point here. But the, the fact that the community can contribute to yep. the, the information. And then so, you're going to get a more current... Uh, right, update. right. So that's kind of what I would like to see is, you know, a very simple way that a, a person could pop it op- pop it open and, you know, just have a couple options to pick from, you know, uh, uh, wreck third hill. That's it. Yeah. You know, wreck third hill. Like that. Yeah. You know, I guess if, yeah, uh, maybe a suggestion that just popped my mind is, uh, I, there is a map of the hill names yep. somewhere. And is that something that you yeah, have? Yeah, yeah. We have all the hill names. Um, okay. So, We've engineered most of it. It's just how do I how do I make it simple enough that people will adopt it? Yep. That's what we're working on right now. But that would be massive for especially the new you know, the people have been here forever, you kinda know the you know, the Sunset Hill, the Exit Hill, yep. Test Hill. But yeah, exactly. It's it's going back to that moment of you know, it's something I can't relate to, but people that are new time duners, you know, in their adult life. Uh, I can't relate to the only thing I have related to is going west and being a rookie and a new dune set out there. It kind of right. opened your eyes to, oh, okay, this is, you know, you realize, uh, yeah, I grew up riding in vehicles before I ever had a license, long before I got to actually finally drive my own thing. So at that point, you, I mean, you already have a pretty good layout of the land in right. 450 acres. Right. <laughs> That's very true. So, um, yeah, right, right along with that, like, <laughs> So my kids, uh, you know, they're, they're nine and five and they, they, my, my son, if it's after four o'clock, he'll fall asleep while I'm driving through the dunes. Like I, either I'm not being enough, you know, entertainment for him, or he's just so used to driving through the yeah. dunes, like every other day with me that it's just another thing for him. And, and, but it's also that type of a person being that comfortable that I don't want him to come out here when he's 14 to whatever, 16 yes. and, and go, Oh yeah, my dad used to drive up test hill and he just launches off the top and, you know, crashes and gets hurt or something like that. You like know. there's gotta be a level of, you know, teaching and education, um, which actually leads me into the next part of the Dune report is going to be the Dune guide that we're building. So the Dune guide is going to be for that, that beginner entry level person that's looking to come up into the dunes and, you know, what do they need equipment wise? You know, obviously they need the flag and the RV stickers and stuff like that, but let's get deeper into tire pressure. A lot of people that I see is like, yeah, you know, they're like 15 pounds of pressure. That's really, really low. I think I can do 20. Yeah, I, you see that all the time. Yeah, you know, the people all, underestimate, all the and ah, oh, no, well, it's bulging. It's not supposed. It's like, well, it is supposed yes. to bulge like that, and yep. So we're gonna do a whole uh, video series. Um, we're gonna be working with the DNR um, on that one, where we're gonna sit through and and use a couple different vehicles as examples in the dunes and show that you know if if you're in a standard you know fifteen hundred truck with standard wheels, you drop it down to twenty and 
hit the gas, this is what's going to happen. And you're just going to watch that vehicle sink. And okay. Yeah. Then we're Get gonna, a visual. Yep. And then we're going to do it with 15. Then we're going to do it with 10 and then like eight and kind of help guide people into, you know, a good starting point for different vehicles. Um, but I think right now we have a 15 or a 1500 Dodge, um, a Grand Cherokee and, uh, we'll do it with my Jeep too. But those are the ones that we're going to start off with, uh, okay. kind of showing air pressures and standard tires. Not, I mean, not at the end of the day, control. the people that are, using those features on the app yeah are going to be coming in yep their daily drivers or maybe it's a second vehicle so it's not their daily driver but yep we just picked up this jeep or you know probably right off the bat first time user is not going to be a rear engine long travel hopefully hopefully, uh, (laughs) i I mean maybe if they coming from another motorsport and have some background or something but i hope so (laughs) but uh, along with that one we're also going to do a a video series with the dnr on uh, decibel levels so there's a lot of confusion around how loud you can be out there and how to properly test so they're going to sit down with us and go through um, the the testing procedures and how they go about determining you know what your what rpm your vehicle is running at like if you have a, a dirt bike that doesn't have a tack on it you're how do how do how does the DNR know what to test and mm-hmm. how to test and what um, what RPMs you're running and they have a whole process for that so we're gonna go through that um, then I hope to um, partner with some local businesses to test out um, different types of pedal tires like that's one of the big ones where it's actually outside of out west and when I mean out west I mean basically California yeah. Um, and here, there's there's not a huge market for understanding how paddle tires would work. So the the level of content that's out there is very low for knowing if you're going to put paddle tires on a Jeep, what are you looking for? Like an example, on YouTube, you can't actually search what paddle tires to put on Jeep JK because there isn't one. There's not a yep. video that represents a, a Jeep JK or a JL um, or even a new Gladiator. Like, what type of paddle tire would work good on that? So I thought, oh, cool. Well, why don't we just jump into that and, you know, make it beneficial for people to, to learn if they wanted to go that avenue. Yeah, that would be awesome. We're going to get you linked up with Scott down at Duneland. Oh, excellent. That dude is... uh He's not, uh, you know, I like Scott. I've been trying to get him in here. So we'll hopefully there get, you go. Uh, hopefully Scott's listening to this and, uh, we can get you in here to talk about paddles. Cause that's something I want to do a show on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of, there is a lot of people that have the knowledge here. And, yep. uh, yeah, if you can help, uh, it'd be a mutual thing. Help yeah. get the knowledge out there. And it, uh, yeah, it gets people the knowledge of there's so many selection. You know, it's not, uh, like, yeah, back in the day, there's a couple options. You know, everyone's yep. running this. It's, now there's a lot of brands, there's different cuts, there's different sizes, there's there's custom a, cuts. Like, yeah. like they're custom cutting them now and I that was just a whole another idea that I had no idea about until like 3 yep. days ago and I was like, man, this is just another going on the list of things that I want to share with, you know, the the greater community. Then I also want to expand that and put together packages. So like if you're a a beginner coming in with a, a Jeep Grand Cherokee, I want to be able to you know, work with local businesses to supply like, okay, here's your, you know, your, your dune ready package, which will have your, your flag. It will have your, um, bracket that's specific to the vehicle that you had because you already, you already pre-submitted your information. So we knew what type of vehicle you had. You kind of set up. Yeah. And, you know, we can offer recommended, um, tire pressures. We can, um, you know, really put together a guide of not only the dune stuff, but also stuff that's outside of the dunes to do, to help the community. Yeah. So, so hopefully if you're somebody that is listening is that and you're thinking, well, I've come to the dunes the whole time and I'm not going to use this app. Hopefully if you have friends that are, you know, that you get into the dunes 
and they're starting to ask you all these questions and you're they're bugging you you could say hey download this app there's all sorts of content on here before you get up there this weekend if you're nervous watch these videos uh it's it's it could be a very useful tool to exactly helping your friends you know at the end of the day it's generally if you're someone that's company for all the time you bring up you bring somebody and you put them in a vehicle you, it's not often right. or it's it generally is often then that person all of a sudden is pretty soon looking for their own doing vehicle yep and then that's exactly one of those things where you say hey you go check out download this new yep. app it's android it's apple it's on both of them yep absolutely and the the part for the people that are veterans of the dunes will say, uh, that newsfeed, like I'm, I'm trying to get super creative with the newsfeed and I want to be super informational and you know, you, you'll be alerted of events that are popping up in the community. Um, I, it's really dune focused, but we do do some of the, uh, the, the other local events. Um, the, the photos, uh, being able to contribute to, you know, uh, the, the idea, especially how everything's chronological in the photo gallery is that we can get a photo of every day for the whole year and then we can put montages together and, and really just, you know, show the, the greater community, you know, all the people that get to enjoy it. Yep. So, um, one of the, I put together a video on the drag strip, um, from last Saturday and that pretty much blew up. Like everybody was watching it and enjoying, um, it, it helped that kind of the, the viral part was a, um, built, I think it was, uh, it was a built Chevy and the hood flew off halfway down the, the, the strip and mm-hmm. it kind of made that, that perfect, you know, viral shot. But other than that, I mean, thousands of people have watched it now and they, they've gotten to enjoy it. So that's one of those things that type of piece of content that we want to put together. Um, yeah. And I mean, even, uh, I'll put myself in that veteran category and, you know, it's, it's summers like this. I'm a veteran, but not this summer. I'm not very getting very many miles this summer. So <laughs> I have to look for other avenues to kind of get my, you know, cause at the end of the day, I, yeah, I'm still interested in, you know, uh, yeah, there's vehicles I still see out there this summer that I've seen since I was at yeah, 14 coming right. out here where you go, man, it's just cool to see that truck out there or to see that buggy that I've seen the, yeah. the years and see what's up or yeah, I want to check out what's going on at the drag strips. This yeah. truck came up this weekend that I always want to watch run, but I wasn't actually out there. Right. You know, right. there's plenty of people, you know, I think, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, if you're someone that's come here a long time, you've got, you're probably, you got your list of trucks that you're, you mm-hmm. definitely hoping you're Absolutely. seeing on a Saturday if you're up there. Absolutely. And there's, there's some built Jeeps now that, oh man, they're, they're flying down that strip. Like I, 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 sometimes I forget to even move the camera. Like I'll be sitting there and I'll be filming the, the whole shot. And then all of a sudden, like I'm still, the camera's there, but I'm watching the car go, go, go <laughs> yeah, by. And I'm like, turn, I'm like, oh dude, to catch up really quick with the camera. <laughs> so yeah, there's, there's fun parts like that. And you know, the, the newsfeed, I want to be able to really, uh, um, show off other people's projects and other people's work and other people's, uh, you know, achievements. Um, that, that's, that's, uh, that's the main piece where bringing in the other content creators makes it beneficial for everybody to kind of enjoy yep. because there's just things like, um, well, we made that post, uh, for, for your endeavors <laughs> the other day. And, and a yeah, lot of my people... personal, yeah, my personal company, the Dune Hippie Machine. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. And those are things, uh, yeah, that are appreciated, you know, for me personally. Yeah. I appreciate, um, and that's exactly what this is, is I'm yep. trying to, the same thing, getting you in here to then, uh, hopefully that allows, you know, exactly the veterans, the people that are listening to this show mm-hmm. to then now they know you, per, they know a little bit of a history about you. Right. They know 
the history on your Jeep. They know some of the history behind the app. It, it gets a little bit more personal. And that's, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, for me, that's what I'm interested in. And, um, for the longest time, and I think you still do, you associate people with a vehicle, especially, you know, right. I, I, more people know what my truck looks like than what I look like, <laughs> but it is nice to get that personal side of it and you get that history. And like I said, it's people are just, you know, I'm just a fan of Dooners at the right. end of the day. I'm a fan of people that like this as much as I do. And, you know, that's, yeah, yep. you just kind of, uh, everyone's at your own level of exactly like I said, last summer I was in there. Almost every other day. This yep. summer, yeah, not so much. So, right. It my time will come again. It'll be okay. <laughs> right. Oh, it's it's. But you you keep you keep doing other great things like that. that the yep. shop that you're opening up and being able to uh, help out the other donors with their builds like that that goes that goes a long ways and that that voice needs to get get out there and because I, you know, right now you have some extra space, but I can see it filling up pretty quickly. <laughs> Yeah, that's my hope. Uh, yeah, I got a lot of things that I'm working on. And, you know, uh, this podcast uh, for me was a thing. I got going on it last fall because uh, it just was – it's something I wanted to do for so long. And I finally – it just kind of, you know, a similar situation to your Jeep was like uh, – I thought about it for months and it was like, well, I don't really, I'll look up how to do that later. I don't really know how to start. I don't and, – and finally it was just – the day clicked. It was like you just got to force yourself to do it. Just yep. figure it out and, you know, and uh the uh if you're out there listening yeah i haven't put out a show in a long time and a lot of that is due to exactly of trying to for me i'm trying to do this stuff more full-time i moved the i used to have the studio in my house now it's out in the shop that i'm working on getting and transitioning into my business and you know uh trying to just set myself up to actually uh be more productive at doing this and yeah putting the content out that i think the silver lake community deserves so I think that's another thing that like a lot of uh, your listeners and a lot of people that use the Dune Report app like might take for granted is the amount of effort that has to go into yeah it is <laughs> like, unfortunate like the podcast the, th- the thousands of hours of writing a mobile app and then you know if anybody's ever tried to do anything on a, a business level in the Dunes you have a lot of state and local regulations that you have to get you know permits and you know different types of approvals for to pull off and. Um, if anybody is wondering, yes, I have all the permits to, to film and take pictures in the dunes, but, um, it was, it was a fun challenge to get through. Yeah. Going and you know, and that is a lot of things on, uh, with a lot of businesses. Yeah. That was one of those things where, um, at the end of the day, these are like more passion projects than uh, a yeah. business project. This is not my main focus of how I, you know, try to support my right. self. This is something that, um, you know, unfortunately I wish I could, I want to get better at. So it's just out of passion of, okay, well, I got to figure it out. How can I, how can I get this set up? How can I get shows more consistent? Right. Um, how can I be more available for the people trying to come on? You know, all those types of things. Cause at the end of the day, it's, um, it's, it really comes down to, I started this cause it was like, yeah, I want to listen. I, I personally listen to podcasts all the time and it's like, man, there's so many awesome stories. I, I listen to podcasts for stories when I'm, when I'm mowing my yard, it's miserable. I want to hear something entertaining right. while I'm mowing my yard. So right. I want to. You know, it's kind of that thing. And a lot of the hope was more of, you know, a lot of people drive a long ways to get here. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of one of those things of, you know, a lot of, you know, if you're driving for six hours, you don't got to listen to six hours of podcast, but right. you know, maybe you're six hours away and you go, well, let's throw on, you know, let's get a little pumped. Or maybe you're an hour away, you throw right. on what podcast and you kind of get a little bit, you just kind of get that going a little, you know, weekend started early. You're yep. on, you're on the road on Friday and it's, there's both, a hype level that comes with yeah. it. Like, like I still get it. Like I, I don't get it as much now that I'm up here full time, but when 
um, you know, the season closes for my seasonal campsite and I have to go back to my house. Like coming up into the weekends, I, I'm going to Friday morning. I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's, I need, I get pumped up. Let's go ride in the dunes. Let's go do something fun. And I, I feel like a lot of people are exactly like that. And there's, there's not a ton of content that helps deliver um, yep. that type of feeling and that, uh, type of just filling that void besides your podcast and some of the dune report stuff and just, some minor other things that are popping up out there. So yeah. there's, there's a market for it. That's for sure. Well, uh, we're at an hour. Let's get this thing wrapped up. Let's, sure. uh, any last things, uh, like we're, yeah, say we already said Dune report. If you search it on any of your mobile apps, the Android app, the Google, uh, not the, that is the same thing. Uh, <laughs> Android and iOS, um, yeah, and on know. your iPad, um, we're working on a version where it can be accessible on your smart TV. Um, so if, if you're, you know, at your house and you just want to consume some Silverlit content, um, yeah. it's coming. It's, it's just a, it's not my full time project right now. So I don't get to dedicate as much time, but over this next winter, uh, we're going to develop a lot of different channels and a lot of different stuff that are going to be on that app. Um, uh, one thing I'm looking for, if anybody is interested, I do a Dune Report spotlight where we talk for about five to 10 minutes about your vehicle in the dunes. And then I take some action video of it and post it out for everybody to see, because that's one aspect where just a, a lot of people have a lot of cool rides and a lot of cool stories and they don't, they don't ever get to show it off. So yep. if, if anybody's out there that's interested in, uh, in, in doing something, um, you know, it's, it's a total of like a half hour that I spend with them. And, um, most of it's just driving around with me filming. So that's, that's about it. But if you're interested, reach out, uh, you know, you can find us on social media and, and just reach out. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Any about, last things? That's about all I get. I, I, don't, I feel like I've talked about a ton of stuff here today. <laughs> all right. I just say, yeah, we're at an hour. So yeah, I'm glad you came in here. Thank you. Uh, yeah. And for the people listening to the show, like I said, I've, uh, taken a long break from putting these out and I'm getting set up now to hopefully, uh, get back consistent at doing it and getting people in here like yourself and keeping these shows coming and exactly kind of the same, uh, vibe that dune reports pulling out just trying to get more content out to the people that come to server lake and enjoy this place and for everybody else that's out there listening you can consume his podcast on the dune report app oh yeah i guess that's something we didn't cover yep the uh along with anywhere else you're listening to it yeah if it's something you can literally just access the podcast some especially for the people that don't listen to a lot of podcasts if you're just wanting to consume just Mm -hmm. if you're part if this is the only podcast you listen to and you want to use it along with the app, yeah, all that stuff can be streamed right through the app. Yep. So, um, yeah, it's, like I said, just trying to build the community here we got even bigger and make the place even better. So I think we're off to a good start. Yeah. So thanks for coming in, and uh, we'll catch you guys next time.